called Welcome to the Lincolnshire LMC Committee Highlights podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm here with Nick Turner. Hello there, and here we go again, another another fun-filled uh, <laughs> podcast for you all to get your teeth into. Okay, so let's start off. So we had our, our last meeting, and the first thing that we wanted to bring you up to date with was about uh, uh, vaccinations for flu for uh, practice staff. Uh, in previous years during COVID, you were able to claim for vaccinating your own staff, but they withdrew that this year. So the only staff you can claim for are if they are um, uh, patients of your practice as well as a staff member, in which case that is fine. However, if they're not and you do um, vaccinate them as a temporary resident, you cannot claim for them, which is a shame, um, but that is uh, how things are. I'm sure they're still trying to push for that to be uh, reversed, but unfortunately at this time that is um, that is what we all have to uh, uh, to accept. Okay, so moving on to ICS development, and Rose is going to give a quick update on that. Yeah, so um, the committee touched lightly on the ICS development. Um, there were the main talks was about um, winter planning. Uh, winter planning discussions have started, um, and there was some talk around. Uh, what provision there would be during bank holidays um, however nothing concrete has come out of it as of yet uh, we do have John Turner attending the next committee meeting in November um, to talk about the ICS development so um, we should have a more in-depth update for you then yeah, and get your questions ready for him. I'm yes. sure he will appreciate some really <laughs> challenging questions. It would be good to have some. So maybe get those in advance so that we can uh, um, put him on the spot and get him to, um, you know, say say how things are. Yeah. So um, protected learning time has been quite a hot topic of recent, and um, what we're finding is that uh, the ICS are very keen for protected learning time, but not really how we envisage it being that actually practices can um, close and redirect um, phone calls for the duration of the learning time. And what they've come up with is more case that they will put on um, learning events and allow practices the opportunity to send somebody to go to these events. Yeah. Not quite what we had in mind. And we will keep pushing back on that to see um, if that can be changed. There has been a uh, poll put out across the various LMCs to see what happens in their areas and we are collating the outcomes of those so yeah. we'll, we'll feed that back to you. There's definitely um, a number of other areas that do have protection and I think it's the protection that the committee feels strongly about for practices. Absolutely, there's no point having to come back to a massive amount of workload, um, you know, having been away to do some of the essential training. So we'll keep you informed on that one. Yeah. Uh, another hot topic at the moment is um, the accelerated access to patient records, which has a go live date of the 1st of November. Um, this is causing quite a lot of concern, uh, not only in our county, but around the whole of the country. Um, so we're not sure whether or not that will go ahead at this time, um, but obviously we will keep you informed as and when. But there are various webinars available for you to prepare along with a checklist for things to consider. Uh, lots of useful resources on our website, so please um, search along the guidance for patient access to records. And there's also been a, um, a practice manager support network event covering the same topics. Uh, 
next topic that I'm going to just bring up is about IT. Just a quick update as to where we are with a few things. Uh, the local admin rights um, problem hasn't moved forward from what we understand. I haven't had any feedback as to whether or not they will allow that, but we will keep that on the radar and keep you informed. Uh, also, the WebV migration um, is is gradually moving forward, but there hasn't been many meetings recently due to staff leaving absences and sickness. So, again, we haven't got a massive update on that, but the plan is that there's an additional four practices which are going to be trialing uh, the radiology side of WebV. Um, the pathology side is ready to go for any practices who then go through the radiology process and um, onboard their staff and that can be switched on once they are happy with the radiology. So things are moving forward and I would expect in the next month or two that we will have some um, up-to-date information for you on that. Um, I'm just going to raise some uh, specifications that were reviewed by the committee during the meeting. So um, committee looked at the shared care specifications. Um, the main points for concern were that uh, an agreement does not provide support and it can be um, difficult to get advice. And another concern was that uh, about complex patients coming from outside of Lincolnshire and their drugs not being shared care drugs. They were like the two main um, concerns raised. Committee reviewed the ECG specifications. For this, um, this specification, the main concern was that um, sometimes referrals need to be submitted with an, without an ECG. And so they were just talking around... Um, referrals that were being rejected on the basis that they do not have an ECG and the committee agreed that this should not happen. They fed back and we're, we will hopefully hear some more in the future but they were just like the main points. Yeah and Dr Baker was supposed to be here today unfortunately due to other commitments he's not and he was going to provide a more thorough update on, on these specifications um, so we will leave that to him to provide an update next time um, because that's uh, that's part of his uh, his remit and he knows much more about it than we do. Yeah. Okay so um, other things that we've been doing in the LMC we continue to run the practice management support network events which um, are proven to be popular around the county. We tend to have 30 to 40 practices and sometimes multiple members of staff at those practices attending. Um, the next one that we have planned is on the 7th of December and it will be regarding uh, initial preparation for should you get that uh, notification that you have an announced inspection by CQC. Um, hopefully the purpose of this event will be to give people the practices the opportunity to start gathering the sort of information they will be asked for so that should that notice arrive they've already got everything to hand they can submit it and then focus on um, making sure that they are uh, fully prepared for an inspection and, and take some of the stress away. Uh, the previous one was all related to HR in practice, good HR practices within um, your own um, uh, areas and also how to update and um, manage your national workforce reporting service. Again we're very very keen for practices to continue to let us know if there's anything they think they would like us to, to cover 
Um, we've had a few more suggestions, including things like complaints and significant events, reporting and how to manage that. So we'll be looking at those ones in the new, near future. And our website will be updated with a full list of dates for 2023. So you can pencil them in um, early and, and obviously uh, we hope to um, we hope it continues to be as successful as it has been. Yeah. I just wanted to very quickly touch on recruitment. At the moment, the LMC advertises vacancies on our um, vacancies webpage. We're go obviously going to continue doing that. At the moment, adverts are only live for one month. However, we're going to extend that period. So if you upload a vacancy to our website, it will now automatically be, um, it will remain live for longer. So unless you've got a specific end date for your vacancy, it will remain on the website for much longer. Yeah, that said, it's quite important if you do have an end date that you let us know what that date is because otherwise we end up with um, a lot of adverts on there which are actually no longer valid and that can potentially waste um, your time as a practice if you get calls from people looking for jobs which actually no longer exist so it's about you keeping us informed as much as anything but obviously we want to provide the um, ad like the advertisement for you um, for the duration of how long you want the job up there for yeah also just to mention that if you have had a vacancy on there for a long time it does sometimes help to take it down and then refresh it if it looks like a vacancy has been on there for ages and ages it might put people off Absolutely, um, and we also suggest that having a um, an actual figure for the for the wage helps as well. If if it just says competitive or some dependent on experience, then that can also put people off. Yeah, I think you'll find that um, in certain job roles, people can go through a lot of process. Then by the time they ask about a, a salary or terms and conditions, and then they go actually that doesn't meet what I need, then all it's done is wasted a lot of people's time. So if you can't be exact, then at least if you put a range in, that can be helpful as well. Yeah. Um, so at least people know a ballpark figure of, of what they're looking at, so. Yeah. Okay. So um, one quick mention I wanted to uh, talk about was, again, our GPAS system. You probably get very tired of us mentioning about this, but GPAS um, is our way of collecting information about how um, practices are under, what pressure practices are under, and and what support they may or may not need. Um, since our initial um, start date in May, um, we have maintained around a, a third of practices who routinely always provide that information, but it'd be much better if, if we could get nearer 70 to 80% just to get a true picture of what is going on there. And there is a free text box as well to say if you would need the LMC to contact you because we will rely on you um, highlighting what practice you are because the data we receive doesn't actually tell us where you are or who you are. So we do need that information to actually be able to contact you or use any of our various contact methods just to get in touch. We're obviously here to help, so please don't forget about us. Yeah. And um, following on from that actually um, about support is we are continuing to make courtesy calls to practices um, to provide support, to generally catch up and make sure that everything's okay in practice, um, and to signpost to resources and things like that. If you would like a, a call, 
Um, please do let us know um, what time or day of the week that you'd like the call and also a direct telephone number because um, it helps a lot to not have to sit through the um, automatic telephone Switchboard. systems. That's the one. Switchboard. That's, That's what the word I was for. looking for. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you'd like a call, I mean, we, we are calling around every practice anyway, but if you'd like, a, if you have a specific time or any times to avoid, do let us know because then it can be most convenient for you. Yeah, otherwise, we'll phone you at nine o'clock on a Monday morning <laughs> because we know that's the quiet time of practice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and just following off what Rosa says, um, we also offer services like um, CQC walk rounds or even just um, send somebody out to go through. Um, aspects of practice which you may or may not be as familiar with. If we can help, we're happy to do that. It can be via telephone, teams, face-to-face, -face, um, whatever works for you guys. So you know, please let us know what, what is, is good for you. The PCN DES and IIF, I'm only going to give a very quick overview of that because uh, obviously it's quite a big topic. Um, but what we can tell you is now the extended access plans have been signed off. Um, and there were some changes to the DES including new ARRS roles um, and some of the indicators have been changed or updated or postponed so uh, there are full details on our website about all the various changes so please familiarize yourself with those because uh, it can make an impact to how um, you use uh, PCM funding within your practice. Another topic that was raised at the committee was the role of the medical examiner for the coroners um, Dr. Mark Prothero, who is a medical examiner himself, spoke to the committee um, and he just gave some basic information about the role and how practices can become more involved before the go-live date on the 1st of April 2023. So um, he basically um, gave a, a bit of information which um, so medical examining officers summarise a case from the time leading up to the death uh, the medical examiner will then go through the summary and either the medical examining officer or the medical examiner will speak to the family members directly. As I said, from the 1st of April 2023, all deaths will have to be reported to the medical examiner electronically. Currently, there are several practices trialling the service in Lincolnshire. Um, and during the discussion, the committee agreed that this is a really good opportunity for practices to get used to the new processes before it becomes mandatory in April. Um, so it, the, the way that it's staffed, there are four, no they're not, there are three full-time equivalents um, which average six cases per four-hour session. Um, and the, uh, the, um, the committee raised some communication and process concerns that need to be ironed out before it goes live to everybody. Um, but they said overall that the, um, the process is very thorough um, and it's a good learning opportunity for GPs as well as giving information to the families. If your practice um, is interested in getting involved and, and becoming one of these trial practices before the 1st of April, um, then you can get in contact with myself um, via email or you can email the um, generic LMC email address just to let us know and then we can put you in contact with the relevant people. Last couple of bits we're going to go through on today's podcast. I'm going to briefly talk about um, our 
very, very uh, popular well-being pages and websites and the services we offer through the LMC. And then Rose is going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the training and development um, center side of things. So as I'm sure all of you will be aware, um, we have a, a very robust well-being page on the website with loads and loads of useful um, self-help resources and articles. Uh, including access to support services for GPs and other members of your teams. Uh, we also have our um, popular impact links mentoring and coaching service and uh, the Take 30 telephone support. We have seen a, uh, an increase in requests to access these services recently. Um, so we are grateful for everybody for you know, putting the word out. Um, it can help. Um, and it can help people who are either struggling on a particular day with like the Take 30 service or who are looking for more of a, a career progression and a bit of um, support in how to uh, uh, move uh, their, their life forward with the um, Impact Links coaching service. Uh, both are free, both are available to everybody in your practice and your teams, so um, please spread the word. We do have posters, I believe, available to download and you can up put in yeah. your staff rooms and uh, waiting rooms. Um, so yeah, please download those and, and um, advertise. Um, we're here to help. Definitely. The LMC Development Centre have got some uh, really exciting things coming up. So uh, we have the uh, GP conference, if you're a GP and you have not already booked on uh, to attend. The GP conference is a really good opportunity, not only for um, some of the educational sessions that are running, but also just to get to know your peers um, and to network with other GPs in the area. We also have some appraisal training on the 6th of December. It's now live on our website, available to book. Um, and we also have some chaperone training that's been added recently. And in the pipeline, we have a phlebotomy introductory course coming up. So um, that's not yet available to book, but it's coming soon. And I believe the appraisal training is going to be um, out of the Commerce House building. Is that correct? And it's face to face. Yes. Yeah. The last is. few years, it's had to be, unfortunately, um, well, not unfortunately, we, we coped with it as best we could do, but it was done through teams. Um, but when we first started it, it was done face to face and it was um, a very popular course for all um, people in your practice who are involved with appraisals, whether they're relatively experienced or actually quite new to that kind of role. So yeah, yeah. first come first served. Definitely. Um, we're currently looking at the training offer for 2023 and um, we, if you have anything that you think practices would really, really benefit from, please do let us know. We're always open to ideas. Um, and we've got really exciting things in the pipeline for next year, so do keep an eye on our website. Um, they will be coming soon. So I think really, I mean, the training centre side of things, yes, there was some really exciting things coming ahead for 2023, so please keep an eye out through those with our weekly updates, uh, newsletters, everything that will be publicised and obviously on the website. Yep. So it's all very exciting. Um, so just over to Rose just to talk about the um, committee meetings and then that will be us for the day. Yeah. So um, the LMC committees take place once a month excluding December and August and we do welcome observers to every meeting so if you're interested in the LMC and wonder what we do behind the scenes 
um, you're very welcome to come along to one of these committee meetings. Um, if you could email our generic info at linkslmc.co.uk email address um, to let us know, then um, we will be able to add you to a list for one of the meetings. All of the dates are on the website um, and there's also a Meet the Team page which has got a list of all of the committee members and what areas they represent. So you'll be able to see who your representatives are. Yeah, it's very interesting to meet people from a lot of different areas who have different challenges and uh, problems and things that they try and resolve and um, you get fed and looked after so it's very worthwhile coming so please put yourself forward. There are a lim limited number of places though per meeting so um, it is first come first serve. Okay so I think that's it for this uh, committee podcast so I will say my goodbyes and we look forward to catching up with you in the, uh, in the near future after the next committee meeting. Yeah, thank you very much.